Welcome to the Now We're Talking podcast. Podcast where... Oh, I forget that bit. Podcast. 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 <laughs> the podcast where three men discuss the whole UK series of Now That's What I Call Music in chronological order. Um, today is episode 16. We're talking yeah. about Now That's What I Call Music volume 8. And we're on disc 2 of the CD or sides 3 and 4 of the cassette or vinyl. Oh, that's yeah. well done that you remembered what number episode it is. I guess you just double. You just double yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. So, <laughs> the next one will have ended 1986. So uh, I'll do my little musical roundup of 1986. Oh. And then we'll find out who won the Brit Awards. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Early nice. days for the Brits still, isn't it? Nice. Yeah. Well, actually, it's been going since, like, late 70s. Oh, okay. It's still not actually called the Brit Awards yet. It's called something else. The British Awards. British Academy of Music uh, or something like that. No. It's now known, like, Brit now stands for British Record Industry. Something like that. Something. Tits. Which is a backronym. British. It's a backronym, because it's like when you have already have the letters, yeah. but then it becomes, it starts to mean something that it didn't mean. Right, so yeah, we'll soon be <laughs> saying goodbye to 1986. So here's some things that happened in 1986 in music. On January the 30th, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame held its first induction mm-hmm. ceremony. They inducted Elvis, Chuck Berry, James Brown, Ray Charles, Sam Cooke, Fats Domino, the Everly Brothers, Buddy Holly, Jerry Lee Lewis, Little Richard and... And the producer Sam Phillips. Fuck, oh, they put a lot of people in, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. not all of them rock and roll. Some soul singers in there. Yeah, oh, it was quite a classy induction. I thought no one sort of stuck out. Jerry Lee Lewis is oh, he fat, like a fat swaller? Naughty. Well, you got Jerry Lee Lewis there, who married well, his thirteen-year-old cousin. Yeah, you got Chuck go. Berry. That, who I knew was, there was uh, something. Chuck Berry, who who spied on women going to toilets. Oh, in the I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, and. That's the, like, I don't know much about Fats Domino, but um, I, one one fact that I like is that apparently Chubby Checker was... Is it Chubby Checker? Yeah, he was like a rip-off of Fats Domino. And yeah. That's his name instead of Fats Domino. He's Chubby oh, Checker. Oh, Domino che- Checker's like... Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. But he's that's, right. that's why he's called that, because they wanted like... Uh, you know, an artist that's like him, so they called him Chubby Checker. Uh, <laughs> as far as we know, he's all, all right. He's not done anything wrong. Fats. No, I know fuck all about no? it. No, all right, well... Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, one fact. Okay, fair enough, right. Cancel Jerry Lee Lewis and oh. Chuck Berry then. Jerry Lee Lewis was good. No, no he's he, married as cancelling. Yeah, but didn't he used to, like, play, like, set the piano on fire and shit and went really mental? He was, he did go pretty crazy on that piano. Yeah. Well, he can make it to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, not the, like... Sexually not dodgy Hall of Fame. The, the not it being sexual Hall of Fame. We'd never get in today. <laughs> right, February 25th was the Grammy Awards. Uh, the record of the year was We Are the World USA for Africa, <sighs> which uh, Quincy Jones produced, so he got the gong for that. Album of the year was No Jacket Required. So, uh, who's that? Phil Collins. Oh, Phil Collins. Collins and uh, Padgham got the gongs for that. He's good at having bad album titles. What was the one I saw earlier? Hello, I Must Be Going. Hello, I Must Be Going. Uh, and But Seriously, of course. Yeah. 
And song of the year was MJ and Lionel Richie for We Are The World, USA for Africa, mm-hmm. again. Best new artist, they went for Sade. No, Can we go back there? Lionel Richie and Michael Jackson got it. Yeah, they wrote We Are did The World. Did they write that? Okay, yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. know who wrote yeah. it. I thought that makes sense. Wow. Yeah. Or did they do just good well, friends? Get, I bet time. they didn't give the awards well, to Lionel anyone Richie. in Africa, did they? I thought they? you said it was Lionel Richie. And you know, oh, shit, yeah, yeah. They were right. Yeah, that's Stevie Wonder. <laughs> no, they sing about giving stuff to Africa, but I, I bet you they kept the awards for themselves. They didn't award anyone in Africa with them. Well, no, because none of the people in Africa wrote We Are The World. Yeah, but in the spirit of We Are The World, you should give them like, a nice statue they can display. How do we know that they didn't? Well, we don't know, so I, I shall <laughs> Maybe say Quincy allegedly. Maybe and Lionel and Michael all went over to Africa and erected a giant erection to uh, to uh, honour the African people. Well, there's nothing wrong with what I said there. No, but it's still funny because you said erection. <laughs> yeah, so that means a large, large building or something that's been built. That's yeah. all I meant by that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in May we got the Eurovision Song Contest. One by Sandra Kim with uh, J'aime la vie. J'aime la vie? Yeah, for Belgium. She was only 13 years old. Bloody hell. Yeah, she's the youngest ever winner, and they've got an age limit of 16 now, so it's not likely to be broken. Um, They didn't even know she was actually that young, the organisers. In the lyrics of the song, it says she's 15, and uh, Belgians only revealed after the tournament that she was... The tournament. tournament, (laughs) That she was, in fact, 13 years old. Uh, Fucking sour grapes, the Swiss who came second, tried to get her disqualified because they had lied about her age even though there wasn't an age limit so it wasn't really didn't really matter June the 7th the Queen oh hang on no it's not the Queen just Queen June the 7th Queen started their final tour of their original lineup. well what would turn out to be their final tour the Magic Tour which was their most successful June the 10th Geldof got his knighthood September the 27th Metallica's tour bus crashed killing bassist Cliff Burton yeah oh wow on December the 12th the Smiths played their last ever gig at Brixton really Uh, yeah how long did they they Oh, no, they they started in '84, I think, and they're broken up by mid '87. Yeah, and what's so Charlie Ma uh, like seventeen or something, eighteen when they yeah started. yeah so I think so. Would have been in his like most successful part of his career was when he was like seventeen to twenty or something. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so it was another six months until they split up, but they wouldn't play live again. They'd actually have another album out, I think, before they split up. Yeah, also in, in 86, there was quite a few novelty number ones, Martin. I know you love a novelty record in uh, Britain. There was a couple of couple of ones here. Cliff Richard and the Young Ones, Living Doll. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know that one. Yeah. And the Chicken Song by Spitting Image. Uh, yeah, so that's 1986 in music. We've got, also in 1986, we had the Brit Awards... Again, that was hosted by Noel Edmonds. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Hang on, let me just find. I just want to find. I just want to find the page of the last one on, just to see what, whether what, what what they were, what they were. When we're bigger, we'll auction off this notebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So, no best comedy record anymore they've dropped that they one dropped that. yeah last yeah. last time that was one by Neil from the Young Ones with um, Hole in My Shoe that's <laughs> <laughs> why they knew it couldn't be surpassed so that's, <laughs> that's it there's no point still got best classical in there though that went to Vernon Handley he was doing Elgar's Violin Concerto oh, but okay. like I just when I saw that I was like okay for, is, is Concerto like when it's just one thing sort of playing 
Or is it like that's a big thing, but the violins are like out front? Yeah, a concerto can have a whole orchestra, but oh, like, right. it has a featured sort of instrument. So yeah. like a violin concerto, there'll be lots of like little shelf bits for the violin. Oh, that's fair enough. Right, best British producer last time this was Trevor Horn. Who do you think gonna sweet get another one for Trev? I'd like Trev to get another one. What about who was the- Hugh Pageant? Dave Stewart. Oh, Dave Stewart. Yeah. Oh, Dave Well, must be talking to an angel. Fair enough. Yeah, that's what. That, that's yeah. It must be that. Best international artist. Last time it was Prince and the Revolution. Michael Jackson. No. Uh, um. Well, who better than Jackson? Lionel <laughs> Richie. Better than <laughs> Jackson. Uh, Lionel Richie. Madonna. No, it was Bruce Springsteen. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've dropped best soundtrack apparently now as well, because that's not there anymore. What we got next? Uh, British album. British album last year, uh, 1985's winner was Sade's Diamond Life. That's the album of 1986. <sighs> Fuck knows. Uh, let's go Eurythmics for whatever album they might have released. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't Eurythmics, Jacob. Kate Bush, Hands of Love, even though that was 85. Uh, no, it went to Phil Collins, No Jacket Required. Oh, oh Collins. Phil. Yeah. I guess people didn't hate Phil Collins in the 80s. No, we talked about no. this before. <laughs> he, he, he was adored, then not adored. Well, sort of, was that his time then, the 80s? I guess it, it was, was, yeah. Yeah. That's when he was being all solo. See, the two examples you just gave, like they've already had their time as well. Oh, Who's, yeah. Whose time is it now? Drake? I don't know Ariana Grande I don't, Grand really, I don't really know much. <laughs> uh, well I don't know she's been pretty big hasn't she because she sung at Aretha Franklin's funeral and she got touched up service. So, oh yeah did she you see that she got that priest. yeah that fucking mental <laughs> see now that proves she's hot because a priest can <laughs> touch her <laughs> live on TV no one's going to know in this climate <laughs> Mental. Oh, shit, priest. Yeah. <laughs> 2018, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Can't fucking resist. mental. I saw that. Crazy. Anyway, been flipping about that, so we'll just good, good. Yep. <laughs> it'll uh, be fine. By the time this podcast's released, it'll be like old news. So oh, it won't, yeah. won't be so fresh. It's well, yeah, by the time this podcast released, they'll probably be rounding people up for saying stuff like that and putting them in vans and putting black bags over their head and driving them into detention centres. For what? For saying what? We didn't say anything. So, well, yeah, but it was the th- probably the thought crimes behind <laughs> it that, that, that they would be more annoyed about. So fittingly, British female solo artist... Uh, well, Annie Lennox isn't really solo yet, is she? So, Kate Bush. Right. Sade. Annie Lennox. Ah, oh, Lennox. Ah, oh, I was so on she to was, it. She was solo by it. there. Yeah, but I haven't, we haven't had any. Damn it. Perhaps she's on a record label that don't like now. Yeah. British group. Last year it was Wham. 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 Yeah. Um, big country. <laughs> No. Not Big Country. Best British group. Yeah. Duran Duran. Nope. Had a massive, massive album that year. Dire Straits. Oh, Dire Straits. British male solo artist last year. That was Paul Young. Jimmy Nail. Mm. Paul McCartney. No, it was Phil Collins. Oh, of course. It's always Phil Collins. (laughs) Right, next question. I'm definitely answering Phil Collins. (laughs) 
Best British single last time it was Relaxed by Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Phil Collins. Phil Collins. You could both go for Phil Collins. <laughs> yeah. No, it was. Uh, <laughs> Whatever song it is. <laughs> it was Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears. Oh. Really? Yeah, we haven't had any of theirs yet, uh, have we? British video last year. This went to Duran Duran for Wild Boys. I'm going to go with Phil Collins. I'm going to say Sledgehammer, Peter Gabriel. No, it was Paul Young, Every Time You Go Away. Ah, have you seen that video? Which, well, we all have because it was on one of the nows. Was it? Yeah, I don't remember it. Don't remember it at all. No, it's raining man. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Best British newcomer last year that went to. Oh, don't think they had an award for it. So that's what they've replaced comedy album with. Uh, British newcomer. Yeah, who was smashing in in '86? No idea. Maybe does Annie Lennox count because she's just gone solo? I mm, don't know. I'll uh, say George Michael. Yeah, no. This is the band they all thought were going to be the next big thing. Go West. Oh yeah, Go West. Yeah. Oh, they did King of Wishful Thinking. Oh yeah, that's a fucking great song. And they did one other good one. We throw our eyes, but we never lose the game. International group. Last time it was. Oh, I love them. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so they've split that up as well. Yeah, so we've now got international, like, solo and international group. Yeah, so international group, there is no last year, unless you want to count Prince and the Revolution again. Which I do. International group. Sister Sledge. Nope. Uh, I don't know. Any any group in the world, (laughs) mate. But then you've got to be new, haven't they? Oh, or is this just international, not like a new artist? Any international group. Uh, Yeah. Uh... Uh, aha. <laughs> uh, aha. No, it was Huey Lewis and the News. Oh, yeah. Yeah. God, they're a weird band. Last year, Outstanding Contribution went to the police for the great work that they do around the country fighting crime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this year, they're just taking the piss out of an Outstanding Contribution but, Awards. The, the firefighters. No, they're just sort of pissing all over it, really. Like they've, It's joint winners, so there's no like one winner. They give it to Elton John and wham wham for their four year career oh they've got lots of number ones but had they made an outstanding contribution it's just sort of like weird because they're splitting up surely they're better <laughs> British bands if that they could give that award to from the history of British bands yeah exactly you're supposed to have made an outstanding contribution yeah <laughs> maybe it was an outstanding contribution in someone's back pocket eh yeah. maybe that was the thing maybe that's how they win these yeah. awards he's an outstanding young man isn't he <laughs> <laughs> oh yes yeah, so that's the Brit Awards so disc two yeah. well the questions were a bit on the thin side the only questions I found were pretty rhetorical but I'll, I'll ask them anyway so Harry why do you keep a coming around playing with my heart? Sorry, I thought that was your penis and balls. Okay. Har- uh, Martin. <laughs> okay. Thanks for that. Martin, why don't you get out of my life and let me make a brand new start? Because you don't really want that, Jacob. No, I don't. <laughs> okay, so the first song... Neither of them were rhetorical. The first song <laughs> is... Don't give up I know you can Uh, 
a duet from the lovely Peter Gabriel and the lovely Kate Bush. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah, Kate give up. Yeah. Yeah. I like this. I, I remember seeing the video. That's the I sort of forgot how the song went, but I remember there's that one take video where they're just like, having, having, a cuddle. having a hug. Yeah, yeah. it's nice. I don't like it. I like Kate Bush. I just find it, and I like the sentiment of the song about not giving up and stuff, but. I just find it a bit dreary and I can't work out what time signature the chorus is in. I'm pretty sure the verse is 3-4 but the chorus, I don't know, goes all over the place. I think it's a nice little song. It goes on a bit long maybe. It's like six minutes long, isn't it? Yeah, it's a little bit little bit long, isn't it? It's quite slow moving as well. Yeah, it's yeah. like we've got to get all the sections in. We've got to have a mid late. It's like, yeah, but you're taking like a minute and a half to do the verse. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, speed it up <laughs> it had some good bass from do you know who the bass player on it was uh, no Mr Tony Levin Tony Levin eh yeah mm. also played with King Crimson and Liquid Tension Experiment with members of Dream Theater he's a good bass player and it has lovely Kate Bush she's lovely she was good in the video I thought like she was way better at like acting sort of like all like loving but like kind of yearning and sad and like she's good at emoting she's like I was, thought, I was thinking she's like she was really dancer. good yeah like she was a better dancer than the dancer in the one where they were dancing she's like a really good singer she can act she must have gone to like stage school or something well not, sta- not stage she? school but with Kate Bush she was didn't she get signed really young she was signed at 16 yeah. but on this sort of Development deal, so that like, oh, like Duffy, yeah, she got on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, to her. <laughs> yeah. So, but Kate, yeah, so she kind of was doing a lot of singing lessons and studying mime and all this stuff before she went into the studio. They felt she was a bit young to be handling all the success and stuff. Or she also said that maybe they wanted to sign her before someone else did, so even if she wasn't going to be ready for a couple of years. Yeah. She's amazing. And she's very, very pretty. Yeah, yeah. When we did our last song, someone said that she just had a studio and she was, like, recording music. Yeah, she didn't even play live, really. She just got into producing and she took quite a few years between albums but she was good friends with Peter Gabriel, so I I think she sung on one of his albums. Well, I read this. that he was trying to get Dolly Parton. To he sing was, yeah, that was right. the first choice. Yeah. yeah, and then she didn't want to do it, so he went to Kate Bush. Well, it's like that'd be so mental. It was Dolly Parton <laughs> yeah, in the video, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fucking big hair. I wondered how Bush one. felt about being second choice, you know. But anyway, no, it's because it was inspired by the Depression era photographs of Dorothea Langer or Lange who must be Mutt, Mutt Langer's mum or something. And it was about poverty-stricken America in Dust Bowl conditions. And he kind of drew a parallel between that and how England was under Thatcher. Boo. Yeah. Because he wrote it from a reference point of American roots music, that's why he approached Dolly Parton. But she was busy teaching kids how to read. <laughs> <laughs> He's meant to be like a desperate sort of unemployed man. And Kate Bush is like sort of encouraging him in that. Probably his wife doesn't really say it just says encouraging him <laughs> well she's saying you know don't give up you've got friends I mean yeah. she's just a good good mate yeah she does say you've still got us so could yeah friend, he's could got a friend zone a support though, group probably his friend zone isn't it could just be like you've still got like you know loads of really famous friends like Kate Bush yeah you know, it doesn't matter maybe, if Bill Collins maybe doesn't like you anymore he's not an actor so maybe she is playing a role and he isn't so it's just like don't give up here Gabriel you've got to put on WOMAD next year and you've got your real world studios you know you're releasing a lot of world music I don't know if I really am making a difference to bringing world music to the masses in the west no Peter Gabriel you are <laughs> if you're listening Pete 
Yeah, hang in there, mate. <laughs> Don't give up. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't. He's still going. So yeah. it obviously works. Yeah, yeah Kate Bush didn't set him straight. If Kate Bush told me not to give up, I damn well would not give up. Well, just talk about a couple of covers. Alicia Keys and Bono. Oh, I them. read that. Oh, yeah. I bet that's yeah. fucking bad. In, two, well, in 2005. Alicia, I don't mind Alicia Keys. She's all right. But Bono, no thanks. Yeah, it was in 2005 for charity. Only on iTunes. That's quite futuristic for 2005, Ooh. isn't it? Yeah. But, no, it's 2005 because there was also a ringtone version. <laughs> oh, <could> download. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Shannon Knoll and Natalie Battingthwaite had a number one in Australia with this yes. on the Ken. Was it on she the from, Ken? She was yeah, in 2007. So that's the sort of shit that's getting in the Ken. <laughs> We're like, what? Yeah. He's got to give preference to his countrymen. Yeah, I think Natalie Battingthwaite was on on Neighbours. Okay. One of the many Neighbours. Is it just people from Neighbours and Home and Away? Oh, this was used as end credits for The Bone Collector as a film from 1999. So, uh, yeah, charts. Don't give, up, don't give up your bone collecting. Oh, I can't do it anymore. That's what the bone collector was, wasn't it? It was just a film. <laughs> Someone collected some bones. He was another one. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's a bone. <laughs> yeah, Hi, everybody. It's the RPM Canada Charts. <laughs> yeah, we gave it a number 40, yeah? Number 40? Fucking oh, hell. Yeah. That sounds better than that. Well, all right, then. We'll give it a number four on the Irma. Lovely. Better, isn't it? I love the Irma, they love it. Yeah. Alright, Brit, it's uh, a number 16 from New Zealand, mate. And you came and said, Jolly old chap, jolly old chap, have a cup of tea, put the deck chairs out in the morning, bloody Germans take them. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Number nine. Number nine? Is that all? Yeah. And in America, they said, I don't give a shit about giving up. Number 72. Number 72. Oh, yeah. I thought you ought to get some bush in their lives. Well, they did twice, didn't they? And look where oh, it yeah. got. <laughs> look where it got. Them. King, King Bush's George burn. Bush's mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is. Why are they so obsessed with having presidents that are like slight euphemisms for rude things? Because it's funny, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The House Martins. Yeah. Think for a minute. Think for a minute. Uh, I like the House Martins. They're right good, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. It's I'm, decent enough, isn't it? I've been listening to some House Martins anyway because I got into listening to The Beautiful South after you put me onto them and then that got me onto listening to some House Martins as well. Yeah. But yeah, and I've never heard this one really. I'd listened to some few House Martins bits and pieces, but this yeah. is a lovely song. I've got to be clear, I'm not, it's not like a blanket recommendation, Beautiful South. Oh no, I listen to like... <laughs> just that one song that I like. No, there's, there's other good There's probably songs. some good ones. They yeah, there's some a lot bad of ones really though. annoying singles yeah, in like the Perfect 90s. Ten and that Ugh, bad. And fucking Rotterdam, I don't like that. Yeah, one, I don't but... like that one. <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> it seems like they were good in the sort of 80s and very early 90s and then they went a bit rubbish maybe. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, still good stuff. <laughs> yeah, some nice falsetto in there for you, Martin. Yeah, lovely. This is sort of all echoey and like weird, isn't it? I, I think I like it. I like it. I it's it it's nice. not like there's a, some songs that I like better. I guess Caravan of Love, maybe. Oh, Caravan of Love's better, and Happy Hour's better. Yeah. But, oh, Happy Hour that we had. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, this is still a nice song. It's 
good, good stuff. Yeah, a little bit more production on this than the album version. There's like some trumpets and stuff that aren't there. Oh, well, on the, the trumpets album. not on the album. Nope. because oh, I like the trumpet solo. There's like a little sort of trumpet outro-y solo bit. That's yeah. nice. That's the really thing, isn't it? It's get good and you like it. It's like very little. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really feel one way or the other about it. It didn't make you. I just remember not liking it as much as the last House Martin songs, but still yeah. thinking it wasn't a chore to listen to. Yeah. No. I guess the House Martins are going to break up soon. I don't think they were together for long. I think, didn't they say they were only going to be together for a couple of years before breaking up and yeah. then immediately forming the Beautiful South? Yeah. And then yeah. Fatboy Slim went and did Fatboy Slim stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, they're back to become a big part a big part of our story as we move into now nine. Oh, really? Yeah, the House Martins for a little while the sort of video is not that interesting there's like it's sort of funny because the drummer's trying to like get in the shot all the time and like do the singing and that oh is that what drummer was it then because I think they had two different drummers and I think the later drummer was like the singer one of the male singers from the Beautiful South so he was like the lead singer of the House Martins and the drummer started Beautiful South yeah, it's probably him then, he's doing a lot of the singing. Yeah, um, and then charts. Yeah. Uh, it was number 14 on the Irma. Nice. Yeah, and uh, number 18 on the official UK chart. I hear the ghost train Waiting for the Ghost Train by Madness! Yeah. I'm not sure if I know of many other songs that have the start of the title in brackets. So I guess it's. Oh, there's quite a few on this, just on this album. Yeah, really? It's starting to annoi me. It's like, you know, you're, what are you I doing? Think I, I, think I guess yeah. I don't. Oh, yeah, I just died in your arms tonight, has it as well? Oh, yeah. and there's this yeah, exactly, thing. that's what I'm saying! Fucking people have gone mad on Like, the look. You know, if you can't put it in a thing brackets in front are for like prog songs and things yeah <laughs> well Mental. you can tell that we're Bloody. into bad madness because we're already yeah. not talking about madness and we haven't even mentioned the song yet well it's supposedly a song about South Africa and about apartheid and with that I just think it's too subtle for that if you're going to call out a racist thing I don't know and Suggs, Suggs can't really pull it off because he doesn't really boys. have any power or, or soul in his voice he's just sort of talking dispassionately over the top it's got this little comedy saxophone line in the chorus it's just they're about to split up but it's yeah. a few years too late really and then they get back together in 92 they don't even have a good rest but that's alright it means we're going to get a rest because we've had a lot of bad madness yeah there's a, lot of mad, there's a lot of madness songs I like but it seems like they released them all before <laughs> Nail started yeah. oh, we've had like years of the Bad madness. Yeah, it? just Bandness. fucking over and over again. Simon Mills didn't like it. Very much. Oh, I hope oh. Simon, Mills. Simon Mills didn't like it very much. What do you have to say? Well, I'll tell you what I have to say, boys. <clears throat> right, their farewell single is more of the same doomy stuff about an unfortunate bunch of folk who are all waiting for this train that never comes. Life's like that, isn't it? Is that all you've got to say? Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you take a pause. But I didn't know this. So, was this marketed as their farewell single? Yeah, because there's a little bit at the end, I think, where they say farewell. And then at Christmas that, that year, this year, they uh, 
gave everyone a flexi disc in their in their fan club. They gave everyone a flexi disc, and it said something on it. Oh yeah, it's got all farewells on it, but not Mike Barson because he only comes in to do music videos and fuck okay. off again. He was the one that had to catch a plane last time, so he couldn't be nice. more, like only yeah. made a bit of the video. But yeah, he he comes back for this. He's basically like the musical director of the band. This is probably what yeah. he's not been about. This is probably why Madness have been shit for a few years. Yeah, I think because yeah. Mike Barson's not been that involved with it. Right. Being busy catching planes and <laughs> he just really loves getting on planes. Yeah. It's only when he came back and went, we shouldn't be writing any new songs, they're all shit. Just start playing the old ones again. Yeah, everyone loves them now. What, you bored of the planes now, Mike? Yeah. yeah I, I went a bit mad there. Waiting for the plane that never comes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's on the test card at the start and he going, boom, boom, that sounds like <laughs> fucking Rolf, didn't it? <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> Be careful, man. Uh, so, yeah, this was their last single, so we won't be seeing them for a while, oh. but we will be seeing them again. Just sort of say goodbye to the Nutty Boys for a bit. All this got was a measly little number nine under Irma, and a, it was a number 18 <laughs> on the UK charts from Simon Mills. Number 18, yeah. Madden. No wonder they split up. Even their farewell single didn't really... Yeah. Like, can't even be bothered to do good videos now. At least, like, their last few videos have been quite interesting. Did they have a little joke at the start? Uh, he, no, he just went waiting for the ghost train. He was at the tube. They filmed him at the tube saying, sure. waiting for the ghost, ghost train. train eight oh, he should have done a funny little joke. Like yeah, they always got, do. Hey, I'm a cockney, I'm a cockney. Cheeky, wee! <laughs> at least it's got a bit of a chorus. Like, that, that bit I didn't mind. Yeah. If you find yourself waiting for the ghost train, well, perhaps you might want to kill a bit of time by joining the military. And that brings us to... (laughs) Brings us to status quo with In the Army Now. And it doesn't go... I was quite surprised by that. I was like, fucking hell. I thought status quo only did one thing. Yeah, it isn't what I expected. I'm not saying I liked it. It was a bit dreary, but it was nice to hear them not going... Oh yeah, it did sound a bit different to because it's covered yeah, in minor key as well, isn't it? Yeah, but it's all minor, all the chords. Yeah. There's no major relief. It's really not very interesting. Kind of, it but goes it round has, round. Yeah, it has so got dull. a fucking insane key change. Like it doesn't just change key. Yeah, what is that? It's like a little drum fill, and then it just changes key for the verse. It's bizarre. Yeah, and he does like sort of like weird like he just finishes halfway through a sentence yeah. and he goes <laughs> and they just yeah like in a complete oh it's so stupid I've never heard anyone change key I've never heard anyone do it it's good chops but like why the fuck now here now what are you doing because it is basically just a verse and then the verse with different it's like it's like an old ballad style thing where it's just verse 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 how did the verse sound I can't remember I remember the chorus was you're in the army now I don't know you're in the army now um, it was just a few lines that led up to that bit. Okay, so was, <laughs> just a few yeah. lines in a different key. <laughs> Jimmy used to work on the down on a luck. You're in the army now. <laughs> whoa, whoa, you're in the army now. Yeah, 
That's uh, what it is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You gotta own oh, Mix of them two together. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be in Harry's mega set. Remember like in the early two thousands where there was that big big boom of like bootlegs. Yeah. Someone should have done that. Yeah. They could have called it you're in the chalk. halfway there army now. <laughs> God, that was a thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it everyone used to just like fucking mash two songs together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll soul wax too many DJs thing. Yeah. Yeah. They're playing them on the radio. Forgot, yeah, there was even like music videos for some of them and stuff. Like, yeah. it was fucking mental, I forgot about that. Now they just fucking stick system of the down locals onto Thomas the Tank Engine <laughs> that was good that sounds good <laughs> I've heard that I can't really be asked with status quo oh no and it's not like they haven't had their time you know they had Pictures of Matchstick Men which I like that was in the 60s they've had the whole 70s We're well into the 80s now 1986 they shouldn't still be out there releasing singles well, I didn't realise it started in the 60s yeah late 60s yeah. but in the 90s famously Radio 1 stopped playing them because they were too old but this is before that but may- maybe somewhere Good. someone heard this and they were like give it five years yeah yeah about four minutes long this version was wasn't it I think the video version's even a bit longer it's just too long it's that's so dull it's too, like, there's not enough ideas to sort of they should have been two and a half minutes long I think it really stands out because this now has been pretty you know all the songs are quite sort of funky and upbeat a lot of the time there's a you know, high energy creeping in and everything's yeah. quite exciting and then you hear yeah. this and it's just fucking yeah. uh, uh, uh. <laughs> it's uh, horrible it was written by the South African born Dutch duo Bolland and Bolland Bolland and Bolland yeah <laughs> the Bolland and it was it's been covered by Sabaton Swedish metal band this is what annoyed me about it yeah like obviously this is not their song and they don't they obviously don't care about it because they didn't write it but they were quite happy to change it to a pro-war song in 2012 for uh, like British Forces Foundation and Help for Heroes. Really? It was like, that's really naughty. It's not your song. Oh, also, yeah, it's like an anti-war no, no, song. No, no. Why would you sort of go, oh, well, we really old? wrote that because we're against war, but like, never mind. Like, How old would they be by then? What, in 2010? Yeah. Like, oh, they're all in their 80s, I think. I don't know. 70s <laughs> uh, or something. I guess they started It's not as bad as Elton John, because Elton John, I mean, did Candle in the Wind. First of all, it was written by Marilyn Monroe, so that's a bit shit. That's like a second-hand tribute oh, song. Yeah. Yeah. And then he doesn't even write the lyrics, so he didn't do anything. He just got someone else to rewrite the lyrics for him and sung it. That's yeah. fine. Free Nelson Mandela, free Blakey, my fella. You just, uh, yeah, just change it. Just change your name, and it's yeah. brilliant. You don't have to write a song, and you... <laughs> Yeah, I just hope Bolland and Bolland were happy with it. Well, surely they... <laughs> Cheers to them. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to Bolland and Bolland. Uh, so how did this do in the charts? It uh, was a number one on the Irma. Number one on the Irma? Yeah. Fuck yeah. the Irma. It's so army. easy. They've got an Irma. I'm surprised. Uh, no, bet I've probably got a number one on the Irma somewhere. <laughs> in the UK, is Leslie Grantham. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> we were talking about him was he involved with that we thing? weren't even talking about him when I was recording though anyway oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> it got number two in the UK oh, fuck the UK <laughs> it definitely doesn't talk like that Austria, Germany and Switzerland the Germanic countries all decided to give that a number one as well well they've all got armies yeah yeah is it just anywhere with an army like this um yeah, I thought it was weird that them three sort of liked it so much. What's that all about? Right, is that is that all it charted? Yeah. Didn't Kent? Nope. 
Didn't even do it in America. No, no we've barely heard from him so far. So, we? Yeah. Yes, it's true. Next up is Stuck With You by Huey Lewis and the News. Yeah. Brit, Brit winners. Was it Brit or did they win a Grammy? No, it wasn't Brit. Yeah, they won a Brit. Yeah, yeah. Award. Brit Award right. winners. That's yeah. Huey Lewis. Huey Lewis and, and the, the News. news. Yeah. It's not swing that. number this one, isn't it? Yeah. I only, I only thought Huey Lewis and the News did the two songs that they did for Back to the Future. And yeah. that, was, that was all of the songs they did. Well, I love those songs. And I... This, isn't those songs no they also did Hip to be Square well this one comes between Power of Love and Hip to yeah. be Square and it's not as good as either of no. them is it and they also did I don't uh, even know how Hip to they be also Square did goes. I Need a New Drug I think it's called I don't know that one I might if I heard well apparently Hip to be a Square Hip Oh, they, they did it on Sesame Street once where it was literally it's hip to be it's, 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 they just kept it the same <laughs> it was a square doing it it's hip to be a square hip, hip okay. to be <laughs> well, yeah, no, I, don't, I know the Back to the Future songs I knew that I've heard this song before but I didn't realise it's well, Huey Lewis and the News because it's quite different Huey Lewis different. and the News Huey Lewis yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently this was about a girl he liked and he showed it to her I've written this song about it and she didn't like it so that's funny. <laughs> but, but if he was that far along that he was stuck with her, she, they must have been they must have been more than a a passing acquaintance because they've got like the same phone number and address. He's singing. Oh yeah, well yeah. Maybe it's just his housemate, and then she felt really oh, freaked out. Yeah. I, maybe it probably was because how else is he stuck with her if he's not like going out? They're not living together. Maybe they were living together. Maybe. A girl, maybe he described a, a woman he was living with as a girl I liked. I'm <laughs> <laughs> living with them, for fuck's sake. Yeah, she's alright. <laughs> this girl I like. What, the one that lives in your house? Well, yeah, your wife. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this girl. This video was filmed in the Bahamas, and the abandoned crew and all the extras from the barbecue scene had to stay on a barge moored off the island so they weren't seen. I don't wow. know if that means they weren't seen while they were filming the video or they weren't seen by the authorities because they were filming illegally. I don't know. Or they weren't seen by Huey Lewis because know. he hated seeing those people. They were below him. He was like, but get them out of my sight! But it was directed by Eddie Griles who did Time After Time and Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Uh-huh. And there was a guy in it that looked like Captain Lou but I'm not sure if it was Captain Lou. So is he just in every Griles video? <laughs> He pops up in a lot of shit, though, doesn't he? Yeah. In the 80s. Basically, like, Huey Lewis is uh, having a dinner party. Everyone wants a piece of him because he's Huey Lewis. He sees, like, a sexy girl. And uh, people keep accosting him. This one guy that accosts him, this English guy. Hello, there, old chap. Reginald Dixby. When are we going to have a new album about you, boys, then? Oh, man, Reginald Dixby. Lovely. Dixby. Yeah, I love that. Lovely stuff. Dixby, ain't What can we call this annoying English guy? Reginald Dixby. Uh, yeah, he takes this bird off. They end up having a bit of an accident in their boat and they end up stranded on a desert island. They're trying to survive and that. It's all funny. Fuck, that doesn't sound funny. <laughs> that sounds Sort of, but then they like see a bit of smoke and what they realise is while they've been scrapping about on one side of the island, some people have landed on the other side of the island having a huge fucking party. There's an all-you-can-eat buffet there and stuff. And they get there, they're like, what the fuck? 
And then at the end, the band's all playing underwater, and she's rowing him in a boat, and uh, it turns out the shark was just a guy, you know, with a shark fin on his back. I didn't mention the shark. Yeah, there was a shark. <laughs> <laughs> well, there wasn't a shark. There was a guy with a shark thing on his back. Interesting videos, all right. It doesn't sound like, well, I only know two other Huey Lewis and the new songs, but it doesn't sound like them. No, it's mid-tempo, isn't it? Yeah. Whereas theirs are normally like... Da, 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 yeah. da. But <laughs> how did this do? Right. Well, it was a number one in Canada, eh? Oh, wow. On the Irma, we thought, well, we'll give you another one. You can have number 11. Number 11? Yeah. In New Zealand, they said, uh, yeah, not too bad. Didn't mind it. Number two. Pretty good. They didn't mind it. In the UK, we said, well, I'm not sure about that, old chap. Only a number 12. Try a little harder. America, they said, ah, we love the news. Yeah, all the news. Give me all the news. I love being stuck with you. Let's the Grantham, man. <laughs> Number one on the billboard, boy. Good Fucking guy. finally, boys. I get to have a little, all right, little okay. chat, all right? How's it going? Oh, yeah? yeah, I'm back on solid food again. <laughs> yeah, out of the hospital. I'm feeling great. Yeah? <laughs> I've been off the hard liquor for two weeks now. I'm- Two boys. Number two. Yeah. Well, that's Huey Fuck. Lewis and the news. Two for a Ken. Yeah. He is in a good mood. Yeah. <laughs> Huey Lewis and the news. And in Australia is, get number two. That is last. We'll be seeing a Huey Lewis. Lewis and the news. Huey Lewis. Huey Lewis. <laughs> Huey Lewis. One, and One and done. One and done. One and done. It's it's a one fine day. What's it called? Oh, one great thing by Big Country again. Fuck well, it I out. didn't mind this. No, song. I I was quite bouncy. I, it was promising, <laughs> and then it sort of just did, did the same thing over and over. But it was like by far the best Big Country song we've heard. Oh, yeah, it was I'll way definitely. more interesting than any of the other Big Country songs. Yeah, but it the melody's be... good. It's got a good melody. It's got good. <laughs> you remembered it. You didn't remember his... the shit lyrics, but you remembered right. the melody. <laughs> well, I thought. And until I looked up the lyrics, I thought they were singing one great thing, and then the next line they were singing one great ting. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, one, one great thing. But it's not. It's <laughs> but yeah, it's day. It was used at the launch of the Yes Scotland campaign for the yeah. Scottish independence referendum, which didn't end with Scottish independence. So uh, I assume they're a Scottish band, but they couldn't. Wasn't a good enough song to bring independence to Scotland. No. It was good enough to advertise tenants' fucking lager, though. Was it? Yeah, in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because I think basically, I think they'd used what what happens in the video, which is the video's like a diverse set of characters all singing the song in the oh, spurs okay. with the band doing it. So you get like tattooed people oh, and like what? lady bodybuilders and like all these different people on the fringes like miners and duh, 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 yeah. like all these different ones guys with nose rings yeah I guess that would have been like extreme back then yeah Body it was, it was all stuff nose ring. like that it was all stuff like that just it's still not a good song though is it just because it's good for them like, I yeah. liked it but not enough 
to revisit it. Oh, it's not going I'm done with this album. It's not going. Yeah, it's not going in my now. That's what Martin calls music playlist. Or now that's what Martin calls now. That's what I call music playlist. <laughs> it's not going in there. It's not good enough. But it's all right compared to really bad now songs. This one's all right. Compared to really bad big country, this one's oh yeah. Right. Compared to all of the other bad country yeah. songs I've heard in my bad life. country. Yeah. <laughs> bad country. <laughs> Uh, right, do you want some charts? Yes, please. Hello there, Reginald Dixby. When are we going to be getting a new album out of you boys? Never, I hope. (laughs) (laughs) Number 19. We'll have a number 12 under Irma for you as well. Irma means nothing. And that is... The last we're going to be here in a big country! Yeah, they did. Let that cat out of the room. All right. He's already just ate lots of food and made noise in the background. Get out of here, you piece of shit. There we go. See you, Phil. <laughs> Next up, I think uh, Simon Mills should introduce this song. Uh, hello there. <laughs> I'm getting all mixed up. <laughs> Simon Mills, uh, uh, yes. <laughs> hello. Uh, yeah, uh, this is uh, Billy Bragg, the uh, be- brilliant uh, singer songwriter. Uh, lots of very good political songs. Mm. And uh, his, his, it's uh, Greetings to the New Brunette. He's got like, more, he's, more of a rusp now. He's a rusp. He's got a rusp. <laughs> rusp. Yeah. Uh, and it well. sounds more like him justice now. But uh, yeah, I've always wanted to do a Kim justice impression. Whippity bobbity boozy. Surely we joined in the ideological cuddle. I'm celebrating my love for you with a bite of <laughs> what did you think of Mr. William Bragg? Um, as he's known to his friends, well, Willie Bragg. When I listened to it, I realised that I don't think I've ever heard any Billy Bragg. And my only reference point for Billy Bragg songs is hearing Bill Bailey do yeah. Billy Bragg impressions. It's really hard to take Billy yeah. Bragg seriously once you've heard that but, oppressive chip uh, It did remind me of like, Bill Bailey, but then I quite liked it. Yes. Yeah. Nice little song. Nice I like his story. I like his funny voice. Yeah. Well, he's to the accent. Yeah, exactly. I like that. Yeah, I, I like it. This, we're going to get so many singers from England singing with American accents. It's, I always like hearing someone, you know, in their native brogue. Yeah, yeah I know. Is that, is that a brogue or is a brogue a shoe? Uh, I think you have to be Irish. Isn't it Irish? To have Irish brogue, brogue okay. Yeah, well, so. whatever his accent is, I like it. But. I don't like the word missus generally, so that annoyed me. Chocolate kisses, me and my missus. I get really annoyed at men who are like, oh, it's the missus. It's such a like a blokey, oh, the missus. She's all on my phone, just want to go get drunk at the pub every night. And she's saying, oh, you should spend some time with me, bloody missus. You should be calling her a girl I like. like, (laughs) (laughs) The girl I like. (laughs) This girl I like. (laughs) And also, chocolate kisses. I went to a wedding where they had chocolates from around the world and that. Oh, yeah. And I had, they had Hershey's chocolate kisses. They literally smell and taste like vomit. Yeah, they're not oh, very nice. Not even oh, the terrible. Hershey's terrible. chocolate is all... American yeah. chocolate is terrible, Yeah, they don't it? know how to do chocolate. You don't know what you're missing out on, America. Honestly, you need to get British chocolate I mean, I in like, your life. I like Reese's 
peanut shit, but that's, but that's a good the taste peanut, of peanuts. Yeah, yeah. It's, good. Well, it's good not at, good chocolate. Yeah, they're good at like, putting things together that you like. We'd, we'd, we'd go, that's way too naughty. You can't start, <laughs> you start, start wrapping fucking peanuts in caramel and fucking shopping well, shit. <laughs> we had stuff like Lucky Charms, which we stopped selling in this country because it was really bad for kids. Kept on selling it in America. No problems. Yeah, fucking cereal with marshmallows. The, the, the most intense one is cookie crisp. It's literally just cookies that you pour no, milk no. on. It's not cereal. It's just <laughs> little biscuits. But Billy Bragg, uh, what kind of a cereal would Billy Bragg produce? Uh, uh, a nice, authentic, rootsy cereal. Kellogg's Start. Billy Bragg's Branny Bragg Flakes <laughs> keep you regular and they keep you on the left as well oh, they keep you on the left of the political spectrum socially sourced no sugar on the Weetabix Weetabix maybe good chop, and some chopped banana in there or something maybe yeah but yeah, yeah good song yeah I liked it Brown Flakes I don't, I don't really know what it's about though what, what is this sweet scene brunette does that mean like she's broken up with him for a brown head person I didn't quite understand that bit yeah that just sort of is a bit of a departure from the rest of the song isn't yeah. it I don't really get that maybe he's sort of going back to the start again with that bit because it doesn't make any sense oh, okay. does it he's going on like he's had this it seems like the story he's had his whole life with this woman and then he starts talking about oh hello like what are you talking about I'd probably have some I'd probably eat some chips with Billy Bragg he seems like the sort of person you'd go to the chippy with oh yeah yeah good lad maybe he'd have a real ale he'd have a pucker pie yeah <laughs> I think Billy Bragg would Lovely. have a bad sausage I think he's a bad sausage sort of a guy <laughs> Johnny Marr play a bit of guitar on this one. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Kirsty McCall does a bit of singing on it. Yeah. So I think it's probably probably the most stripped down song we've had. It is yes. just guitar yeah. and a tiny yeah. little bit of percussion in the background. Yeah. There's so, not like uh, any bass or anything really, is there? Martin, which uh, which actor selected this as one of his Desert Island discs? Um, Neil Morrissey. Ooh. No. <laughs> I'll give you a clue. Which Doctor Who actor picked it as his Peter Capaldi? Oh, earlier. I don't know any other other than oh, Tennant. Loads of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. You said it. Okay, said that Tennant guy. Yeah, David Tennant. David Richard Tenen. David. Yeah. Okay, he I don't likes, know. He likes the Proclaimers. So another Tennant sponsorship thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Video boring. A bit of weird stock footage and some photos of Billy. Pissing about, okay. boring, rubbish. Yeah, really. sounds a bit boring. Yeah. I mean, the stock footage was quite strange. Like, it was sort of strange old things happening, like people getting married underwater. What is it with underwater? This now, Kira Lewis's band were underwater. Yeah, in '86, you know, being underwater was really in. <laughs> Might give a few more brags a listen, see if I like any of the songs. I yeah. like this. It's a nice little ditty. Still do chance. We've only got one from Simon Mills. Uh, well, I didn't even know him. Is that why? No. You, is that why everyone sings in an American accent? Because if you sing in a regional English accent, you're only going to get chart on the on the British chart. Yeah. Only people in London bought this. <laughs> Unfortunately, I only got to number fifty-three. Fuck. Yeah. Deserve better. Deserve better. One and done for Billy Bragg as well. He's gone. Well, I will have to listen to some separately then. Yeah. Because I won't get any more on the nails. Cutting Crew with 
Open brackets, I just close brackets, died in your arms. <laughs> Too many brackets, brackets. tonight. Cutting crew is not I thought Cutting Crew was gonna be like Rock Steady Crew and I got really excited. I was like, it's gonna be some hey, we're the cutting crew. Oh, what? <laughs> what you do? Is this because they're scared like all these brackets before and after things? Is this because they're scared about the simply the best thing happening to them? Like, I guess like, so. should get the entire fucking lyrics to the song in the title, then they can't stiff us with fucking royalty. Shouldn't it work without the bracket? Shouldn't it work if you get rid of the brackets part? It's yeah, that's what's annoying in your arms. But... That's what's annoying me. It's like, oh you don't need to remember that bit. Well, you do need to remember that bit hey. when you ask a DJ you're not going to say died in your arms because he's going to go what which one I just died in your arms oh right yeah. tonight yeah you've got to say the bit that's in parentheses mate or I won't know <laughs> so, uh, this was a bit of a Shakespearean love job apparently apparently oh, yeah. the line came to him while he was, while he was making mm. a beast with two mm. backs mm. knocking boots on his girlfriend yeah from the French phrase <clears throat> le petit mort which means really? the little death yeah, the little really, death do people really think phrases that like that while they're banging like mm. yeah, well, yeah did, he, did, he, did he say it did he say it to his to the girl he liked did he say it you know? uh, just died in your arms today oh shit you got a pen, <laughs> you got a pen. Uh, the little death like why are they why are you trying to ruin it like French it makes me think they're doing it wrong if they're calling it the little I, death I, I, I always thought the little death was like referring to to falling asleep afterwards I, I can't even yeah. French then no 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 it's just okay. he was I, having sex I assume they were American but yeah I think in Portuguese it's seeing the little bird. Seeing the little bird. Isn't it on a Grand Grand Theft Auto as well? Oh, don't know. You liked the Grand Theft Auto one? Well, I don't know, yeah. Oh, I, I didn't see. I think it is. See. I think it might be in the 80s one. <laughs> There's a couple of things that struck me when I watched the video and, and listened to the song, actually. Uh, the first one was how fucking weird a coincidence, or maybe it wasn't a coincidence because they were maybe styling themselves, but they looked, they were dressed exactly like Big Country were dressed. Nice. In the, in the other video, like the singer had a fucking overcoat and all the same, same hair it was really weird it was like watching the same it was like that is big country Perhaps no I can hear because there's not shit coming out <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is Cutting Crew's biggest hit isn't it yeah I don't know any other Cutting Crew songs so what are they doing in the video they came straight in dressed, dressed like big country and did it better <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it's just black and white bloody playing in black and white yeah, That's all it I think was. I might have this video at some point. I was thinking he sounds like someone, and then I was like, I know who it is. He sounds like Gary Barlow. He sings like Gary Barlow. He's got the, like, really sounds like him. <sighs> I just died in your arms tonight. <laughs> but the pain don't be the day. <laughs> <laughs> Does he look as smug and annoying as Gary Barlow? No. Good. I think this guy's a better singer than Gary Barlow. Uh, maybe. Yeah. But not. Mm, well, know, maybe not a songwriter. Get this guy to sing know. back for good to well, me. Gary Barlow would just fucking shove his hits in your face and you try and call this guy a better songwriter. Yeah. He'll be like eight number ones, mate. Fuck off. Yeah, but like, in fact, let's ask him. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> with Mancunian aren't they I don't fucking know yeah, yeah alright <laughs> hey give me that tax form back <laughs> oh, sing I wonder how many of these references people get <laughs> I don't know the American people might not get it every country's got rich yeah. people in rich people like to evade tax allegedly we've got some fantastic American fans yeah 
We have yeah. got some. We have. They're our second biggest market. And if you're listening in the USA, tiny market, <laughs> yeah, do write in and, and you know maybe we'll make some badges or something. With yeah, badge making. Canada as well. Billy Bragg with a little badge. Canada, yeah. yeah. Canada got some good ones. Nobody down under yet, so you know sort it out, Southern Hemisphere. Got- and also Ireland, you're, you're lagging behind. Lagging behind. So, Especially as our friend Tom's in Australia, he's obviously not listened yet. Then, ah, oh, yeah, ah, we can get him. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Tom, you still haven't. Really, there's nobody in Australia. <laughs> uh, I'm really God, hoping that, needs to that the somehow word. Kent will hear it and he'll be like, or Simon Mills, or that, right? And he'll be like, I don't sound anything like. I don't sound anything like. That. I don't sound anything like. <laughs> Oh, we bloody love it in Canada. Oh, because they are Canadian, I think. Are they? I think so. Oh, I don't know. Might have to check that in case we get sued. <laughs> it was a number one in bloody Canada. Um, and in Ireland, they said, I just died in your arms tonight. Number two. In the UK, you're right, it's Gary Barlow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was, it wasn't too bad. I'll give it a top five. I'll give it a number four. <laughs> Give it number four. Don't carry. <laughs> In America, they said, uh, "Yeah, people are people are dying." I don't know why they're Australian. <laughs> Kent's doing it. Kent, why are you doing the American one? I don't know. I just want to do it. Number bloody one on the billboard. Number bloody one. Yeah, New Zealand, uh, just a number fifty. And, <laughs> just a number fifty. Yeah, and uh, I'll give it top ten on the Kent boys. What? I'll give it a number eight. Ken, you fucking yeah. madman. One and done, cutting crew, yeah, one I, and done. I don't think I've heard any other cutting crew songs. Next up, we've got the gardener, Kim Wilde. Yeah. With You Keep Me Hanging On. You Keep Me Hanging On. You Keep Me Hanging On. Gosh, she's not a good singer, is she? She's got, like, a charm about her. I don't even know if she's got a charm about her. Like, her voice is unique, but every time I hear it, I'm like, she's not very good at singing, is she? I think it works. You can tell it's Kim Wilde. I think it works on Kids in America. Was there a cover of it that was like more successful or well, something? No, this is a cover, you see. Okay. It's a cover of a 1966 song written and composed by the Supremes. Yeah. And Diana Ross, another singer who's actually not all that... who's pretty got a kind of really thin voice, but uh, somehow had lots of hits. But Diana Ross wasn't a particularly good singer either. And this is a complete reworking into a high NRG yeah, yeah it was pretty high energy it galloped along uh, I, yeah, I thought they haven't changed it that much so did this one have loads of orchestra <clears throat> stabs on it I'm just starting to get like a bit irritated by her because like but especially she, in the video really... it's so sort of like passionless and she's so like sort of wooden and weird in the video it's like if you told me like now you said oh yeah Kim Wilde she was actually sort of forced into being a pop star by her oppressive like family <laughs> do you know what I mean if Michael Jackson had acted like that in his videos then people would have known straight away something that something up. was up like <laughs> yeah well, just so like this in reference to her famous father no, her father was Marty Wilde, who was a British rock and roll singer. Oh, yeah, well, no, more just in reference to her sort of dispassionate... And he's not that famous. She could add another reason for her dispassion. Maybe she was just thinking, oh, fuck this, I want to do some gardening. 
Yeah, she was just waiting for that period of her career. If I do this, it'll give me just enough fame. Yeah, she got it all mapped out. She called herself Kim Wild because wild things grow in the garden. <laughs> yeah, she'd read she'd read the Jacob's fucking book of success. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> book of pop success. Plan your fucking career yeah. properly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the video is very dour. She's just in a dark room on a dark bed. There's a creepy guy that keeps sort of coming and getting at her. Allegedly. It keeps hanging, yeah. hanging on. And yeah, like, she's just, like, stone-faced. I just don't get it. Like, just fucking do something. She, I want to shake her. She's been so kept she hanging drip. on. <laughs> That's how you'd feel if you were kept hanging on. Yeah. This is Kim Wilde's biggest hit. Really? Bigger than ki- the kids in America? Uh, yeah. Fuck. Bigger not, than kids in America. It's not as good. In Canada, we, we love hanging on. We're hanging on all the time. It's the number one. Number one. In Ireland, they said, oh, we bloody love and giving people number two today. Number two again. <laughs> Fucking hell. And the UK. All right, boys, it's Gary Barlow again. Number oh, Kelly. Yeah, I thought it was a load of number two. I'll give it a number two. <laughs> Howdy, partner. It's the number one on the billboard from us, eh? Where is this billboard that they keep writing on? Uh, it's like right in the... It's at the five corners, you know, where like all the oh, states yeah. intertwine. Yeah. And they put it up. It's really big. Because yeah. you have to drive a long way in America, don't you? So they have it really big. Yeah. So you can see it from so all states. See, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just me and me on the Ken report. Yeah, I love this little wild, little wild cat, eh? Wee, wild, wee. Don't, <laughs> don't go grab for my Don't turn Lizzie Graham. <laughs> <laughs> Number one on the bloody Kent, mate. Bloody one yeah. Kent. Yeah. It's mad. How the fuck is Kim Wilde so popular when she can't sing? And I don't know. According to you, she shows no enthusiasm on the videos. Yeah. Is that what people like? like it. That's what people liked about the Mona Lisa. Is she happy? Is she bored? It's the mystery. Are you going to introduce the next song? Yeah, bloody well, mate. It bites. It bites. Like a shark. Yeah, like a shark. It's calling all the heroes. Bye, it bites. Bye, it bites. <laughs> they really went to town on the production in this, didn't they? It's like straight off you've got all these stabs, all like the drums are panning about everywhere with the sound effects. Oh. I don't remember much about the song, I just remember that they like really Yeah, that's like, it. Killed I remember production. listening to it and thinking, this is mental. There's like loads of different sections. Yeah. There was about three different bits where the song stopped and you thought, it's the song over and then they just came back in after like Bring a you back in, they keep you hanging on. And they did like a fake ending right at the end as well. Like just before the end they did it where they like stopped and then came back in. And yeah. Like, this song's pretty cheeky. Yeah, it was I thought oh, you it's, really want to sound like Duran Duran, didn't you? I thought nice. it was so Duran I thought it was better than Duran Duran. You thought it was better. Well that's because they're sort of mixing a, sort bit, of, a little bit of prog and a yeah, little bit of hard like, rock in there. And there's more sections. I remember there was like some sections that I was like, oh this is good. The chorus, when that dropped in, I was like, this is a pretty bad chorus. Yeah. I well, this, is a, the, this was the problem with them though because they were sort of blending a few different things but doing it in this pop sort of production style but people couldn't like market them or pigeonhole them so like yeah. they never got big because I'd be quite interested potential. to hear more It Bites because it was like it was certainly an interesting song I wasn't it did sound really 80s 
Yeah. It had all that 80s, yeah, production and all the synths and shit. Yeah. It's not the most 80s sounding song on the disc, though. I'll let you know which one I think Ooh. is that Ooh. one later on. Yeah, something to look forward to if you're. I think I know what one you're going to say. Um, well, but we'll see. No, you have to write on a bit of paper, otherwise, you do that thing where you go, Yeah, I knew you were going to say no, that. No, paperless, mate. Prove it, prove it. Well, send me a text. I'll, uh, send I'll me a text of it and I won't read I'll it. I'll whisper it in Harry's ear. <laughs> Not even that serious about it. <laughs> 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 right, there we go. Whisper it in Harry's ear so he knows. <laughs> he can tell if I'm lying. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good fun. Didn't mind it. I thought this was a bit too clever for its own good. <laughs> you know, if, do you want to be a pop? Do you want to be a pop band or not? Oh, I don't mind it. It was nice to hear a pop song that wasn't just like a verse chorus that repeated. It was sort of it had loads of different sections. Yeah, you don't mind it, mine. But you know, what about the charts? Yeah, what about Ken? I, I don't care about, about the charts. I like pop and I like experimental stuff. So experimental pop—that's good shit. Yeah, I think that someone should have backed them and tried to do something with these boys. Yeah, I, I, I thought they were alright. You know. Although this is a one and done, and it obviously only had a limited release, because it did get to number six in the UK. Wow. Yeah, but that's all it did. So that's someone should have it. fucking stuck a boot up them, so not these only guys... stuck them on one now and then said goodbye. Are they British lads then? Yeah, pretty sure they are. Band I didn't expect to see again, Doctor and the Medics. Yeah, oh, oh, with Roy Wood. Oh, what yeah. is Roy Wood doing on it though? Is oh, he the no. singer who sounds first of all? Did right? he play the solo? Did it? They couldn't even be bothered to get him in for the fucking. Right. I quite I, video. It's just a guy in a wig. Look, I'll put my cards on the table. I actually I don't mind the ABBA song. That's all right. It's quite bouncy. It's like it follows through its metaphor, you know, of, of battle and love. I love it like that. But this, like, the singing, was it just me or was the singing literally out of time? And it sounded fucking slurred and, and drunk and it was just awful. It's all sounded women singing. really sound that different to the ABBA version. It just sounded like just a bit works. shitter, like a bad karaoke version or something. Yeah, it was awful. And then there was a solo at the end and that was it. And I, I can't just... think why anyone at any point was like, this is a good idea. Yeah, when I first listened to this, I had to keep checking and then I Googled Doctor and the Medic's Waterloo to, like, look at it because I was like, is this really Doctor and the Medics or is this just some like performance of ABBA doing the songs yeah because it's only like I was like who is singing he's not singing in the video he's not singing he's just conducting it oh I just didn't care about it no this is probably one of my <coughs> least favourite songs with the sewing machine on this whole now like it's been pretty pretty good now really so far but this one was really it's that's real right. yeah. in the video they're at the Eurovision Song Contest and they start playing before the lady has finished introducing them so they sort of interrupt her which I thought was quite unprofessional rude, actually. yes it was uh, one of the yeah. judges Abba wouldn't have done that one of the judges was Lemmy really yeah what did Lemmy think he was up to? <clears throat> he probably didn't know. He was probably on drugs. <laughs> they were probably like, oh, oh, what am I supposed to be doing? I'll tell you what. <laughs> oh, <thing>. yeah. <laughs> Judging Eurovision? <laughs> fucking hell, what? <laughs> <laughs> probably Doctor and the Medics had like a bit of Nazi memorabilia that he wanted. Was he into Nazi yeah, memorabilia? Yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 I didn't know that. I was just go. like, I assume he does. Either that or Jacob's no, going no, he really brings <laughs> He liked collecting Nazi memorabilia. Okay, old, fair play to I mean, he liked that. He liked whiskey, amphetamines, and yeah, and like all the drugs. 
and, and being loud. That's what he liked. Yeah. Loud Nazi druggy. But we love him. National treasure. <laughs> Allegedly. No. He, he likes, is a national treasure. He likes being yeah. in trauma films. He's in a couple of trauma films, I think. Uh, just one chart. Just the UK's. Just uh, number 45. Fucking hell. How did this yeah. even get on it yeah, now? Why, why inflict this upon us? Well, the only silver lining is that Doctor and the Medics and, well, I wish this, well, Roy Wood might be back, but the old Doctor and the Medics aren't coming back. Next song is Deborah Harry, formerly of Blondie, with French Kissing in the USA. Yeah. Is she entitled as Deborah? I mean, it says it on the net. I was thinking oh, it was that's it. what I call music website, but isn't, yeah, well, everyone calls her Debbie Harry, don't they? Well, I thought on, yeah, because on this one, it, it was Debbie, according to Discogs, but then the next one she does was Deborah, so I reckon she might do a little sort of image change. Oh, I'm going a bit serious here. Whereas yeah. on now, that's what I call music's website that says this is by Deborah. So, oh. what did you think of it, Harry? French kissing in the USA. French kissing in the USA. Everybody's going French kissing in the USA. <laughs> <laughs> that was alright, isn't it? Sort of dreamy and like. Uh, I thought it was pretty shit. There's no through line. It doesn't uh, sound to me like they wrote a complete melody. They were just like, here's a little fragment. There's no, oh, do we need another bit? Yeah, let's put some backing vocals going French kissing. <laughs> and it, it does that. It just, it's kind of all bitty. It wasn't like horrible to listen to, but it did go on a bit. Yeah. I think it could have ended a bit quicker, but it's not like a song I'll ever listen to out of choice ever again, really. It's a bit, yeah. <sighs> but do you know who wrote it? Um, someone who likes to French kiss in the USA well someone had a lot of success Uh, in the USA no it was Chuck Lorre or Chuck Lar who uh, was known as the king of sitcoms for a while he's responsible for Sybil Dharma and Greg Two and a Half Men The Big Bang Theory Mom Young Sheldon which I think is a big bang theory spin-off and he also serves yeah. as an executive producer of Roseanne I just oh. wish there was a bit of unity in it and it was just you know yeah yeah, yeah. it sounded a bit like a Christmas song did it yeah especially the verse I only really remember the chorus off the top of my head yeah. French kissing in the USA does it make you feel Christmassy no Oh. French I, Christmas in the USA. I don't you know, associate Christmas <laughs> with the USA or French kissing. Well, the video, I'm not sure if this is sort of the song as well, because I didn't really pay much attention to the lyrics, because it's hard to pay attention to the lyrics and what's going on in the video, and Debbie Harry's like really attractive, so there's too oh, many she, things ooh. for me to focus on at once. <laughs> she's distracted me so much, she's like really, like she's proper like at her peak hotness in this video she's like you can't take your eyes off oh, her the height of her powers yeah she is it's like Kate Bush she's at the height of her powers she's like a superstar a Annie, Annie Lennox is a superstar a Kate Bush is just way better than Debbie Harry yeah, well yeah. you see her in this video she's but, fucking top draw yeah but she makes awesome music she's a better dancer yeah. better actor triple threat yeah, okay. true, triple threat, yeah. And yeah, she's yeah. But basically, yeah, like the, the theme of the video is sort of like a mockery of American lifestyle. It's all like silly, sort of like there's a woman kissing Godzilla and like there's a guy with an... Godzilla's Japanese, what? Well, yeah, but it's like... Oh, yeah. 
Sorry, this made me unexpectedly angry. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> it's not my fault. There's a guy who was sort of uh, making out that his penis was like a big model aeroplane. He was like, going, oh, oh, that sounds like good crap. Yeah, we've all done it. It's me, Willie. Like when you get a traffic code. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah <it's laughs> there's a French language version as well. I would very much like to see 1986 Debbie Harry singing this in French. Well, I'm sure it's on YouTube. Yeah. So you can. And when we have time machines, I'll be able to take a holiday <laughs> to New York in 1986. Do some French Debbie. kissing in the USA. Or you could do some American kissing in the in France. Mm. Charts then. Uh, you know, Simon Mills, it's a UK number eight, uh, and our Irish friends in, uh, over the. Uh, what is the sea that separates Ireland? the Irish Sea? <laughs> is it, yeah? It's good. It's the sea. Our friends over the Irish Ocean. <laughs> yeah, they've gone for a number eight as well. Do I have copycats? Yes, they are. They always copy us. <laughs> uh, in America, they've gone for a measly number 57. Oh, it's got USA in the title. I would have thought they would have liked that. Uh, no, they, they don't like to be patronised. Okay. They don't like to feel patronised. But they like patriotism. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and in Canada, they gave it a minuscule. An insignificant number 96. <coughs> and in uh, New Zealand, they went and bloody gave it a number two. You can never guess what New Zealand are going to do. No. Like, they're as far cats. from France and America as you could possibly they're get. A, they're fucking wildcard. Yeah. Yeah, they've also like moved the position of their country from like the top northwest of Australia to the south east, according to some people. That's a Mandela effect for them. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, when Debbie Harry was making her video for the French kissing in the USA, I'm sure she didn't mean to turn Harry on. Uh, another person who didn't mean to turn you on is Robert, addicted to love, Palmer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. that is him, isn't it? I forgot he did that song. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she didn't mean to turn me on. I was one year old at the time. <laughs> <laughs> she still did. She didn't mean to, though. I didn't mean to turn you on. Yeah, this isn't a very good version of this song, is it? Is there a different version of this yeah, song? We were yeah, the Shirelles were listening yeah. to it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was that. It sounds so different. Yeah, yeah. because I saw this and this... I was like, it was written by Jimmy Jam and Terry. Yeah, like, Jimmy Jam. It sounds shit. And that's because if you listen to the, the original one that they did for Shirelle, that's yeah. really funky. That was the one with all the drum... Yeah, it's the films. one that just sounded exactly like... Uh, Party Like It's 1999 by Prince. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. But It was good. For a start, that was sung by a woman. And when I hear Robert Palmer sing, I didn't mean to turn you on. It just feels really presumptuous. It's like, don't flatter yourself. Yeah, and you also, know? like, what the fuck key have you picked for this? Like, I didn't mean to turn you on. What a shit key. Well, perhaps he's realised he's turned her on. So he's now singing in, like, <laughs> the most unattractive key he can to try and undo that. Like, yeah. Uh, sorry. I'll, yeah, Robert Palmer, if you're listening, mate, you can transpose stuff and sort of use the best 
band of your voice rather than like a really low dirge like that makes this actually quite good song terrible all I know about him is the oh, that song Addicted to Love and all I think of when I hear that song is the, the whole Suvers advert from the 90s where the woman was in there uh, uh, like well, yeah. going up in a lift and the kind of well, Suver and it's like someone was kissing well, this her is like, this is a cover of a song like the video is a cover of the fucking Addicted to Love video uh, it's just so can't be bothered someone else's song do the same video again wasn't yeah cheers there, Bobby you're really trying wasn't Bobby Palmer in a rock band that's been a bit shit or something was he in Arcadia or something like that like the Duran Duran spin off or was he Power in Station, something was in the Power, yeah, Power Station, Station that's Power it. Station oh yeah oh he wouldn't I don't think he would turn that many people on he's no. very revolting no allegedly <laughs> no that's your opinion you're allowed to have an opinion okay <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you've said like he did this and like it might not be true you're allowed to say I think he's a vile man he <laughs> looks disgusting like you surely know. we should just all record ourselves saying allegedly once and then every time we yeah. say something and Harry's editing it he can be like oh I'll pop an allegedly in there yeah yeah. oh I think that allegedly <laughs> yeah. I think we should do it in three part harmony <laughs> like every time he goes allegedly <laughs> that'd be great why does it sound so mournful because he's in the wrong key yeah it's a pretty dull song yeah but once again not the worst of the worst you know and it is towards the end you've got to expect the bad stuff at the end yeah the nows and we're in final four so they're always bad yeah nothing's as bad as I keep going back to Rod Stewart uh, for, for Baby that. Jane. That, that's, Baby Jane. That's my sort of. That's the bar I measure it against. You know? Oh, it was worse. Well, what were we up to? Oh yeah, this song's a bit boring. How are they doing the charts? I'll tell you, boys. It's David Kenway. I've been back with Simon Mills. Me and Mills on the pill. <laughs> oh no. Oh, oh no. That'd be a fucking mental <laughs> night out. Oh, I tell you what, boys. It was great. The joy we've all like met together. We've all met up together and become friends. And we're doing this podcast. I think it's great. It's, it's, really, good, isn't it? uh, it's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm having a great time. Yeah, it's really, it's really fun, isn't it? Should we put some music on? <laughs> Did it turn then? Uh, well, I'll tell you in a minute. What is uh, number nine? <laughs> I've come down now. Number nine. <laughs> it was a uh, number nine in the UK. Oh, I thought that was fucking Kent. I was like, what? No, no, I didn't like it that much. You're fucking mental. In Canada, unlucky for some, number thirteen. All the way up to bloody number eight on the Irma. <laughs> what those yeah. Irish blokes are thinking. They definitely think that's on the Irma. In uh, over the pond in New Zealand, yeah, number 23. In those mental Americans, those nutty, nutty Americans. Number two, mate. What? In Billboard. What are you doing? Fuck that. Uh, maybe they thought it was about wasting electricity. Oh, I didn't mean to turn you on. Yeah, fuck it. It's cost nothing here. No matter, mate. Yeah, so cheers, Bobby P. No Kent, then. Huh? Oh, bloody hell, yeah. I only gave it a number 26, mate. Oh, OK. <laughs> Surprised it even made it to that, Kent. Yeah. So it's been quite generous today. I think this is Jacob's song that he said was the most 80s of the lot. Uh, What's it called? The Wizard. 
by Paul Hardcastle. Well, you're yeah. very right. This is one of yes. the most, not just on this disc, this is one of the most 80 things I've ever heard. Do you know what this is? I'm pretty sure. Isn't this, what is it like on top of the pops? Yes. When they do the chart countdown, they'd like be like, at number four. Yeah, it was the theme. Yeah, that's why I heard that, this, and I was like, it's the fucking countdown music from top of the pops. 1981. Yeah, yeah. It's got all the 80s in it. It's got all the 80s bass. It's just like, it's like someone sat there and was like, which which of these synths sounds they wouldn't have thought it at the time so when you're in the 80s you're not like this sounds no, they think which, which one sounds, sounds the most cutting edge yeah, <laughs> contemporary uh, yeah other than that's pretty much all I had to say about this song was well, oh my god yeah. you know you know how like obviously he broke through with no 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 19 yeah it was like he's like what's my thing oh my thing the thing that made this work is having vocal samples but he doesn't really he just like puts a little bit one at the start one at the end yeah bit anonymous was it Vincent like, Price on Thriller like little laugh yeah in there? I, I think thought it that was. I thought that was what he was hearing but there was yeah. that weird like someone pretending to be a wizard <laughs> at the end of it something about spinning a demon yeah. oh spin that. that celluloid discs or I will curse you forever you have to curse me forever then mate because I'm never spinning this fucking thing oh yeah it's oh, atrocity. unless I'm going to do a it. top 20 countdown I might put I it, it. it was so ridiculous I could I could walk around to it there's just not a lot of song there no it? no well, but that was the same he's not really a he's not really a song guy <laughs> 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 Yeah, funny. well, I mean, the video makes it even more sort of horror themed. It's like, what's it horror? Well, a wizard for? isn't a horror thing. A wizard is like fantasy. It's a scary wizard that kills you. <laughs> yeah, but this is written for Top of the Pops specifically to be the theme. Was it written was for? It? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought. Like, I didn't so realize... Why are you making the horror movie? And why are fucking you releasing it as a single and not just using it on Top of the Pops? Well, because they wanted to. And uh, was it, it actually like, caught a bone of contention in the BBC because Top of the Pops were like, "Cool, yeah," because everyone really liked it. Don't know why, but like they were like, "Cool, this would be a good single. We could release this." And blah, blah, blah. released it as a single. Radio One wouldn't play it because they were like, "Some fucking theme tune, isn't it?" And uh, they were like, "Right, they're okay, all BBC, well, aren't they? You, Come on, mate." They, they said if you don't play this song on your radio station you can stop sending your DJs to come and present this fucking show mate so they're like alright we'll play it <laughs> we need Tony Blackburn to get some TV time so did it chart and well, really you should drop in the music behind it with, with the charts <laughs> okay hold on hold despite on, no it's just not, there's no point there's no point well there's yeah, no point we've got to have the build up but no honestly there's no point because yes, it only charted in one country. <laughs> well, that'll be fine. It'll be. It'll come up to the <laughs> yeah, five-second clip rule. Yeah, that's fine. It'll be the shortest countdown <laughs> ever. Five seconds, is it? Like I've been doing twenty. No, I think it's under thirty. Okay. And at number fifteen on the UK chart, it's this fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah, despite Radio One pissing them about and refusing to play it, they it got to number fifteen. Cool. There we go, and it didn't even Kent. And that's the last we'll be seeing yeah. of fucking Paul Hardcastle. Good. good. Okay, so. we're losing a lot of greats well, here, aren't we? Lo- yeah, lost yeah. Big Country, we've lost Paul Hardcastle. Who's going to be bringing the shit now? That's why.
Terrors of the Chance, number 15, is not close to two. But Gwen Guthrie, she longs to be close to you. Actually, they long to be close yeah, to I you. Yeah, I know, but... Thought, you know, thought, 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 Gwen Guthrie! Just More like... brackets! <laughs> when I was listening to this, I didn't realise it was a cover until it, so then I was not listening properly because it's quite boring song to <laughs> listen to and then I sort of tuned in and I was like oh this is like a really weird cover of Close to You I like <laughs> that I like I don't see the point in something like Waterloo where it's oh, yeah. exactly the same as the ABBA version oh I prefer I kind of like to be different yeah, but this yeah. wasn't good different it was just bad different I, yeah opinion. to be honest I was like yeah I fair enough do a version change them but it, well, it went so far away that I was like no hang on a minute there's a couple of really good bits you should have kept in when I listened to this I remember thinking it goes on for a long time and I've just looked at how long it is and it's 7 minutes 16 seconds long <laughs> I don't know if that's like the single version was shorter or something but the version I listened to was 7 minutes and 16 seconds oh, long and that's too geez. long it's too long for a pop song way Rhapsody. too long yeah. even Bohemian Rhapsody didn't break 7 minutes and Bohemian Rhapsody's like loads of sections that don't really repeat whereas this is a couple of sections that do repeat a lot no. I thought it was well sung though I thought she had uh, oh yeah she's got I nice mean voice. the most famous version is probably the Carpenters is this like a but I always thought this was like Burt Bacharach song okay I didn't know that but I have the feeling a lot well yeah she was a backing vocalist mainly one of them she's sort of like a who was the was it Jackie Graham who we sort of Jackie Graham yeah Jackie Graham <laughs> <laughs> I don't know but she, yeah she was a backing singer did stuff for Aretha Franklin Billy Joel Stevie Wonder oh, Peter nice. Tosh and Madonna that's what Peter Tosh is but I like oh, the rest big, big reggae man oh okay um, that's why and she know. wrote hits for other people as well so songwriter backing singer lead singer whatever you like she does it all yeah she was also in the Ebo Ebo Ebonettes was she oh, yeah nice. she was in the Ebonettes are they like a singing troupe and a skipping group oh I thought they were just a skipping group oh maybe no they, she was a singer in the Ebonettes so maybe they're two different perhaps or, she was yeah. the one where they were like skipping and like don't they sing songs while you skip yeah perhaps she just she was really good at it salt and pepper and fuck it oh you're good (laughs) (laughs) she got spotted on the playground I'm gonna make you a star (laughs) dinner party in the USA 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 <laughs> because this is another one and done for Gwen Gwen yeah, or Gwenny she had a hit in 86 with one of her own songs called Ain't Nothing But The Rent <laughs> yeah so we should have had that one really shouldn't we I guess you know well anyway you bastards it's Gary Barlow <laughs> <laughs> you sound like fucking scary spice <laughs> well, we are bastards from, we are from the same sort of place I think she's from Leeds or something <laughs> I don't know, I don't care. I don't care, I'm from the red half of Manchester. <laughs> the bit that's covered in blood. <laughs> I don't know if it is actually, it might be a man city. Isn't he from Yorkshire? I don't know. Is, is he? Manchester? I, I don't Manchester. fucking know. Oh, fuck knows. I Somewhere. think he's from Manchester. Okay. Yeah. Well, I should bloody know, shouldn't I? <laughs> but I don't. I smoked so much weed in the 90s, I don't even remember where I came from anymore. <laughs> Let's read shit. <laughs> <laughs> Barlow, you card. Well, this only got to bloody number 69 on the US R&B chart. (laughs) Well, they they liked it okay in Ireland. (laughs) They give it a number 19. Oh, Ireland. You you like everything. Aye, lad. (laughs) 
Oh, they're in that crazy New Zealand. I tell you, they've got some bloody animals there. <laughs> That's no, racist. No, no, only number nine, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> only yeah, number nine there, so that's its best one. Number nine? Then, yeah. And in you the, can't predict the New Zealand, can you? No. And in the uh, National Mancunian chart of uh, Britain, it was number 25. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, that's it. Pause the dream begins In time you'll see Fate holds the key And every loser knows The light Save the best for last <laughs> Nick Berry Nick Every Berry. loser wins Nick yeah. Berry of Heartbeat fame Yeah, uh, well not at this point oh, Not well, at this no. point, no He was known at this point for being in the soap opera EastEnders, yeah. we talked about earlier, played uh, Simon Wixie Wix. Wixie Wix. Wixie Wix. Dixie Wix. What's that? David Wix. Was he a different? He was yeah, his brother, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. So Simon Wixie Wix had a band in the show <laughs> called The Band, B A N N E D. Yeah, there you go. And then it spun off uh, a bit like a proto PJ and Duncan mm. or Robson and Jerome. What did you think of it, Martin? Uh, it was all right. It's nice to have a ending song. They always end on a slow song, whatever slow it is. Jam. I liked when the drums came in. The drums were pretty mental in this song. Not like really crazy, but I just didn't expect the. Wasn't it like lots of like tom fills or something while he's singing? <laughs> I can't remember. It's, well, it's a terrible song. Ah, uh, it's not that bad. Oh, it's fucking well schmaltzy. It's rubbish. Yeah, it's pretty schmaltzy. I don't, you know, as far oh. as schmaltzy songs go, I remember oh, the like. Okay. I remember it more than a lot of the slow songs. I can't even remember who sang them or what. Wow. Like. It's insipid. Yeah, it's horrific. Listen to the drums. No! It's great. No! Listen to the drums. No, I don't want to fucking listen to the drums. Already listen to it. Alright. <laughs> can we do some charts on this? Yeah, we can. If I'd written any of them down. Oh, it was because it was only released here, I think. I know that it was number one for three weeks. There nice. you go. I know that it was preceded by True Blue from Madonna, which seems to be preceding everything. I think it might have been number one about tw- <laughs> ten times. And it was succeeded by Take My Breath Away by uh, Berlin. Yeah, nice song. And the composers yeah. each received an Ivan Novello Award. Yeah. Fuck which off. is Which is a songwriting award. They each won an award for that. Yeah, well, they should have got the fucking Ivor the Engine Award, not the Ivan Velo. Hey, don't talk shit about Ivor Ivor the Engine. All right. Do you want to hear what was on the VHS then? Damned with anything. Apparently, sort of moving a bit more mainstream rock rather than their sort of goth sound. But to me, it sounded like all the other damned songs that have been on it, um, which I've probably heard maybe a couple more than you guys. I think there's only actually one that was on the original. But I'm sort of on my third damned song now, I think at least. And they all sound the fucking same. They all sound the same. Um, Did we get the damned for one song before? I can't remember. 
So. Yeah, we got we've had one. Yeah, I've had three though because it's keep. So that's the one that sounded like a bit like fifties sort of rock and roll, but a bit gothy. It's a bit shit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the video, you sort of follow a water pipe until you see old Dave Vanian having a shower. Dave Vanian, um, that's his name. Yeah. Wow. And then they're having a banquet. That's about it, really. Sort of gothic, nice gothic banquet. They only seem to have one setting, which is like this one sort of gothy rock song. Like it was even mentioned in one of the other ones how they just used the same chord structure for like both their big hits were pretty much exactly the same song. If it ain't broke, don't try and fix yeah. it. Hey, boys only got one gear. Came out in Australia and Ireland, but didn't chart at all, and uh, got to UK number thirty-two. And unless they managed to uh, creep up behind me on the VHS again this is the last we'll be hearing of the damned Ultravox all fall down a sort of slow march. No, no, it's not that. Brilliant. It's kind of good, like, but it doesn't kinda have good. it doesn't have a chorus. It's got sort of a weird Irish sort of jiggy Scottish thing going for it, but kind of Celtic Highland fling, oh, which kind of detracts from it a bit. Like, you know, it's a good. Good sort of vocal performance by Midge, but yeah, I don't know. It's sort of it almost is like it's almost like oh yeah, it's a really good sort of biting anti-war song, but it's just a little bit too like wishy-washy just to quite hit those emotional highs. But yeah, lots of people in black and white falling down, and they all fall down, and at the end, all their blood makes like the map of the world. Oh, that's ooh. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, some proper like Cold War nuclear triage. Everyone presses the button and we all die. That's basically what he's on about. Number 21 on the armor and number 30 in the UK. So he probably deserved a bit better than that, to be honest. Being relegated to a VHS and only getting that high in the charts. People are only reminded they're all going to die in the Cold War of the 80s. No, no. It wasn't great, but it deserved better than that. Glass Tiger, another Glass one of Tiger. our, another one of our eighties sort of oh. new wavy jobbers, like isn't it? Yeah, I can't say I've ever heard of Glass Tiger. It sounds interesting. Ah, well, well, we will be seeing more of them. I wonder if they're in the big book of uh, new wave. Ah, haven't seen that book for a while. I would imagine that they are. Mm. Uh, don't forget me when I'm gone. Oh, don't forget me brackets when I'm gone. Is it, don't you forget about me? No, when I'm gone. Uh, it's another one where it's like really trying to sound like Duran Duran. Okay. Um, I think Duran Duran is just like 80s, so. Yeah, I can't remember it, but it's got the shuffle. It was inspired by the shuffle from Everybody Wants to Rule the World. I still can't believe we haven't actually had that, I'm sure. Yeah, video's just them performing it, so don't really get why it's on there. These are the guys who are Canadian, and this song actually has Brian Adams on back in Oh, vocals. wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, pretty forgettable. Number nine in Australia. Hit number one in Canada. 26 in the Irish, 27 in New Zealand, 29 in the UK, and number two in America. So yeah, these guys are obviously a little bit bigger over the pond. Frankie goes to Hollywood. Oh, is it yeah. Love? With no Warriors of the Wasteland. Never heard that one. Um we're yeah, Warriors the... of the Wasteland. That's, That's how I expected it to sound. Yeah. The problem is, yeah, it basically is. That yes, is you've awesome. pretty much done it. Awesome. <laughs> you've had pretty much that is the that. chorus. Warriors of the Wasteland. That is uh, how it goes. I want to sound more power metal. <laughs> Yeah, it kind of it's got some guitars and stuff. Nice. Basically, it's in the same vein as Relax and Two Tribes, but he's not going as crazy with the vocals and stuff. It's like oh, it's not got Trevor Horn's magic dust on it. Well, it has, but oh, it's, it's, just, it's too. Should have called his spin-off band Trevor Horn's Magic Dust. That'd be great. It's got the listening, Trevor. But it's too like their best work, and it's not as good as their best work. Okay. So it seems even worse because you've written two like those are fucking bangers and like you've written one that sounds kind of similar but it's not as good is it boys oh, or really fucking cool video though animation all that weird dystopian shit happening nice. very good video I can see what for once I can see why they put it on the VHS and surely this one's got to be better than a lot of the crap we've had on now because even a yeah, it like is. a not it so is. good Frankie song is probably way better than a lot of the shit. It is. Oh, definitely. It deserves to be on there, really. Nice. Uh, it's influenced by T.S. Eliot's poem The Wasteland. Oh, nice. oh yeah. Mad Max 2 and... Hey, warriors! Come out to play! <laughs> wow. Yeah, 1979. I'd be up for uh, listening to that. Might have kids out on a listen. Yeah, so... Despite how they're fucking massive hits, didn't they? It's huge. Two Tribes and Relax were massive. But this wasn't a big hit. Number 12 on the Irma. Number 30 on the New Zealand recorded music. Number 19 on the UK official UK singles chart. <laughs> the official one. ZTT. That comes up at the end of the video, but it's Zangtum Tum, which oh, is one of the. Didn't ZTT show up in some of their other videos or something? Didn't they have well, that that's their label, yeah. but like, I never knew what it sort of stood. Apparently, it stands for Zangtum Tum, but they switch that around as well and spell it differently. Okay. So it maybe doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Oh, the, the whole video in and of itself is called The End of the World Quiz, because it's sort of an end of the world game show. So there's a quiz about the end of the world. To it. So yeah, that's your VHS. Not just a short and sweet one. Actually, not terrible songs either. All that remains is to find out what mine's uh, picking. What am I going to put on my my shit list or my my hit list? So songs that will go onto the now that's what Martin calls now that's what I call music playlist will be Walk This Way by Run DMC, yeah. uh, Don't yeah. Leave Me This Way by The Communards. That one's yeah. really grown on me in the, since we recorded the yeah. last week. I've listened to that loads. I was listening to it driving home from work today. It's fucking awesome. Higher Love. Yeah. That's going on, yeah. the, on yeah. the list. I'm going to put In Too Deep by Genesis in. I like that. Uh, cameo, Word Up. Oh. Of course. Oof. Of course. Yeah, I know how you feel about Phil Collins, but me and Jacob cameo, like, I like Cameo, Word Up. Definitely going in there. Janet Jackson. What have you done for me lately? Don't Give Up by Peter Gabriel and Kate Bush in there. Think for a Minute by the House Martins. Yeah. Billy Bragg. Put that yeah, one in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I put in 
cutting crew. And I think that is my lot. I didn't put any more in. Usually I get like four or five songs off an now, but I got shitloads off this one. <clears throat> this was a pretty good now. Yeah, quite easy to please though, aren't you? Oh, oh, fuck I, you. I, <laughs> it's been the most enjoyable yeah. one for a while. Let's hope it bloody stays that way. Oh, okay. <laughs> we, we, well, Getting towards the 90s, boys. Yeah. So that's it for now eight. We will be discussing next episode, now nine, the first part of that. Yeah. Socials. Yeah. Twitter, yeah. at NUT, under NUT. Yeah, Don't N-U-T. do that because you'll get the National Union of the Teachers and they won't know what you're talking about. But support them anyway. <laughs> yeah. Support the support your union. Yeah. At NWT underscore podcast. Facebook. Just search, just search for Now We're Talking. Yeah. And uh, you can it. find the episodes on iTunes, yeah. Stitcher, yeah. Podbean. Yeah. Are we on any others? Uh, Acast, A-Cast, Podcast Addict. Podcast uh, Addict. All, all the podcasts. Yeah, things. some weird Russian one. And like we might be on more soon. We're all over the podcasts from. We should be there. Yeah. And search us up. <laughs> and if you have your own opinions on Nick Berry or on uh, Kim Wilde, then you know contact us on the socials, write us a letter. Snail mail, email. Yeah. And if you don't like an episode, they're extremely inconsistent. So <laughs> make sure you download every single one just to make sure that you definitely don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> See you next time. Bye. See ya. Bye.